0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk Podcast. I am your host, Sean Brown, and today on episode 20, we have Ellen Hansen in the house. Ellen is a high school senior photographer with an editorial twist who is based out of the Boise, Idaho area. Uh, Boise is one of the most beautiful places that I have ever had the chance of visiting to. You just have hills and mountains right in the city and ellen has a tremendous way of making sure that her clients fit in that environment and and she just has a very natural aesthetic and really has a way of bringing out a lot of emotion and connection between her clients and her images and I think that that's apparent throughout all of her imagery um Ellen is not only a senior photographer she also does a little bit of editorial commercial work as well so I think that she has a, a great way of blending the two in her senior style um, but today's podcast we're going to talk about getting started in the beginning finding emotion in your images connecting with your senior and so much more so cannot wait to have you guys join us for episode 20 of the senior saw guide real talk podcast stoked to have you guys here and cannot wait to have you guys have the chance to meet Ellen uh, through the power of of podcast and audio so we cannot wait to have you guys join in this conversation and we'll see you in there. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Talk. I am Sean Brown and today we are here with Ellen Hanson who is a senior and commercial photographer based out of the Boise and Salt Lake City areas and I'm super stoked to have her here. She has actually been um, an amazing contributor to Senior Style Guide magazine in the past with the fashion issue. Uh, she's always one of our go-to people for all things fashion, like how to style just because she has the perfect eye to it for it and, and kind of incorporates that lifestyle editorial commercial vibe to her senior photos so we're super stoked to to hear what she has to say so first off welcome to Real Talk today.
1: Thank you for having me this is so official and cool oh my gosh. Yeah it's like you're like a little
0: talk show in a way I guess so. I know I've I've
1: never done this before so hello everyone listening. Um, So
0: (laughs) first off kind of give us a little bit of background about yourself Um, obviously you are in Boise and Salt Lake so kind of bouncing between those two markets, but give us a little bit of background, like how you got started in photography, kind of just the general stuff.
1: Okay. So, so I'm only 21 now, so I haven't been like out on my own for that long. Um, I started photography in eighth grade. I took a class where we did the darkroom and film and developed. And then I was just shooting all the time. Um, I've always been really fascinated by advertising and photos. And I just, You know, as soon as I, like, picked up a camera and started making photos that were better than I expected, I just, I got addicted and I haven't stopped. Um, So I was pretty involved in in school, you know, and AP classes and stuff, but I tried to just shoot, like, my family, just literally anything. And then when I was a sophomore in high school, a senior at my school saw my personal blog and she was like, hey, like, would you take my senior photos, I'll pay you 50 bucks. And I'm just like, what? Well, what's that? Like, <laughs> sure. Okay. So we did that. And after that, it just sort of snowballed. Um, and every year I've just, it's, it was weird at first because I was younger than my seniors. And then I was the same age. Um, but then once I got older, I was able to like really step up my business. And then this year I switched to IPS. So I do About, like, half seniors, half trying to do my own personal thing. I'm still, like, figuring it out. Kind
0: of figuring out the balance along the way and all that.
1: And every year is different, you know. I'm, like, trying to learn how to grow up at the same time. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's all one journey. It's
0: not, you know. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and so I think, like, a lot of people, um, it almost seems like you just kind of, like, fell into it. Was there ever a time where you're, like, I want to do photography or was this like a childhood dream of yours or were you just kind of like
1: looking back yes I just I didn't really know that being a photographer was a thing you know now that I think about it it fits my personality perfectly it's like absolutely what I meant to do it like fits with the things in my life that I thought were weaknesses and my strengths it's great but um I thought that since I was good at math I was gonna like go to medical school or whatever you know I just didn't know and there wasn't there's the creative industry here like the advertising industry is basically non-existent so terms like stylist and editorial and like photographer and production like that just wasn't in my vocabulary at all so well and
0: because right now you're in Boise right
1: uh-huh.
0: and Boise is what like 225,000 that's like one of the biggest cities in Idaho
1: it is the biggest city in Idaho and I think it might more like half a million now a lot of people okay. from california to the areas surrounding us so we're growing a lot it's a really awesome place but they the resources for young people and creatives are pretty limited it's growing but
0: well i think that's i i think that that's actually a lot of photographers too can relate to that because a lot of photographers might be in more rural areas where they're like yeah. my market just can't sustain senior portraits and at like the the price that I need to charge to actually like profit and not like be a starving artist and actually run a business so kind of what were your experiences with that when you were first getting started maybe building up your prices building up your clientele that sort of thing
1: um I just kind of went with my gut um in the beginning though I definitely was too cheap but it wasn't like I didn't have any bills to pay I was in high school you know it was all kind of extra. Anyways, I just kind of went with where I felt my work was. Um, But then this year, I I just dove straight into IPS and that changed everything. Um, I think the nice thing about senior portraits is it really doesn't matter where you are, you can create that experience for your seniors because you're not, you're not working for big companies, you know, you're working for the people of your town. and, And that's really cool. And I think you can show them what you're worth, like no matter where you live. I've heard a lot of good stories about that. But yeah. IPS is awesome. Otherwise until then I just kind of like felt my way to it, basically just increased it every year. Um
0: and, and IPS, um, maybe for like photographers who don't know, kind of how mm-hmm. would you explain IPS or in-person sales to them? Um,
1: in-person sales. So instead of um sending your client a gallery of digitals after the shoot and never seeing them again um, you
0: <laughs> actually though
1: <laughs> you um, show them their images in person and the session feed doesn't include the digitals you sell those separately and you're providing them with like top quality products that they couldn't get anywhere else and you're a part of the art process for them um, you get to know your clients so much better that's my favorite thing about it is you see them at least like three or four times instead of one or two yeah, and you see their reaction to the images. It honestly it helps you learn what pictures people like, and it's made me better at culling shoots too.
0: Yeah, um, and
1: before I was like, oh, I can't choose any of these.
0: And what what made you transition to I into in person sales or make that that jump? Because it is a little bit scary, and yeah. I think that's something you always hear photographers say: is like they don't know, they think they're going to lose all their clientele, their whole base, that sort of thing.
1: Um, I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, what? It really compelled me. Why did I switch? I was like, I don't really know. I think I was just so tired of the photos just being digital, you know, and not, because I knew these people would have loved to have their pictures printed, but they don't have the resources and the time. Senior year is so busy. Like, if you don't do them for them, you, if you don't make an album for them, like, no one else is going to do it. Um, and I, I think if you just start Slow, you know, keep your regular model, but you know a few hours a week or whenever you have time, research into labs and choose which labs you're going to do, and then pick out like what kind of look you want your products to have and Just order samples. You don't have to be an i p s business model yet. you can just start with ordering samples so that when you do get set up, it's not as stressful, and then you you know make a price sheet, and then once you have you know kind of behind the scenes the information gathered up, then you can go forward. And at least with seniors, there's kind of, at least where I live, no one does them like at the end of junior year, like people aren't on top of it. Like they mm-hmm. are in like Texas, you know? Yeah. So there's definitely like kind of a lull and having the different classes makes it really a nice way to transition. Cause you can say, you know, class of 2018 was, was non IPS, but class of 2019 is IPS. So you make your senior magazine, the stuff you send them geared towards that and you kind of work on it behind the scenes, and that's, like, just where your cutoff is, and that gives you a way to, like, sort it out.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's, that's different than other genres, say, like, um, mm-hmm. I guess you could kind of relate it to weddings in a way, too, where weddings in most of our, of our areas are kind of more seasonal, but it's, like, family mm-hmm. photographers, you might be shooting year-round and not necessarily be able to have the kind of, the, like, okay, I yeah. need to actually get my stuff together by I mean, this date. Like-
1: you have repeat clients, which is kind of tricky with seniors. The only repeats you have are siblings. So you don't yeah. have to like go to all of your clients and be like, so I changed <laughs> so, everything.
0: Yeah. It's like, so this is how I used to do it. Now we're yeah. completely changing it, it. Cause
1: something that was actually really helpful for me was having, I had a lot of seniors who had older siblings, who had gone to IPS photographers. So the parents already knew, like they already had gone through that sticker shock and they already knew how it worked and stuff. So about half my people, it was like a little bit smoother because yeah. they had gone through that. I was like, oh.
0: And kind of, well, you mentioned that they went to another photographer for one sibling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe, do you think that IPS or in-person sales or kind of transitioning to that full service Studio. do you think that that actually helped you book more clients or what are your thoughts on that
1: um I don't know I don't necessarily think so I think it just like gave the people that were going to come to me anyways a better experience since it was my first year doing it you know there wasn't anything on social media like so-and-so raving about their album or whatever so you know they saw it in my senior magazine and I but I think mostly um it was the images that drew them in but over time I think um if I decided to keep doing them, and I marketed it, it would help. I mean, definitely the people that did book me were the ones that were maybe more interested in that. Absolutely, Uh, yeah. I don't know who didn't book me, because, like, they were just, like, oh, I don't care, but I do have people that were, like, really super, like, thankful for it, so who knows? I might not have gotten them if they... Yeah. yes but um there aren't many options here in Boise so well and I don't,
0: I think that um especially like I mean you do have a fairly large uh city for your clientele base but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like you're also very small compared to a major city um it's really so,
1: manageable. I'm really thankful
0: yeah for kind of like what advice would you give photographers that are maybe in like that smaller area um where they might not be able to to, or I guess what steps did you first take on building that clientele base in a smaller city because obviously you don't have as much to market to or and as much chances to pull in clientele and whatnot
1: um well for me it was pretty natural because so like you know the first couple years it's going to be really slow and you're only going to start with who you know but you just have to trust that if you put in energy that it's going to snowball from there so my first few years were only people that went to my high school. Um, but then by about now, no one from my high school are my clients because that's just not where the income was at. Um, so I think if you just, like, make sure you're having a good time with your seniors and they post, if their friends will find out, um, just posting on social media, having a place for people to go. I'm really not the expert on, like, because I got really lucky, and I just, like, I'm, like, I really don't know what I would have done if I was in a small town or if I was older, and I didn't know any high schoolers. Um, I think once you get in, though, and you just leverage the people that you do know um, and the people that you have photographed and you have a relationship with them to the point where they will tell other people about you, um, then it'll, it'll catch on eventually. It just takes time.
0: Yeah, it's just like you need that one person, and as long as you can find that one person, then...
1: No, literally, this one year, my year, there was one girl from... there's different high schools, and the different high schools are kind of, like, different, you know? And yeah. I knew about them growing up there, so it was easier for me. And she broke me into a high school that I wasn't in otherwise. And, you know, then you'll find that one person there who will kind of break you into the other high school, because... Yeah, they don't know.
0: <laughs> and nowadays with social media, it's like, okay, so so and so's on, like, the cheer team or dance team, and they know, like, eight other people um, that are in, like, yeah. four or five different high schools.
1: Volleyball. This volleyball girl got me into, like, other high schools because it wasn't just at the high school. So if you have any seniors who are in extracurricular activities like yep. ballet or volleyball, like <laughs> club sports and stuff, have them tell their whole team and they probably know girls that are a year younger or, or guys, whatever you shoot, that are a year younger and then you can be like, hey, do you know anyone? And if you, what I've done actually, that I think if you're, if you're asking for tips, um, at the beginning of the year, I would do, I haven't done this every year, but it's helped. I just did like a group shoot where I just got girls who were in the next class And I just went out and shot with them for fun, like, in May or June. Like, before anyone is thinking about booking, just Uh to start putting it out there. Like, this is a real person in your high school class. Um, They weren't having to pay anything. So, it was like, I could just do a model call and get whoever. Um, And I think that's that's a really good way to, like, kick off the year. So, that's something that I did my first year that also – People wanted to sign up because it was like free photo shoot, yeah. but then that was like that was the only time I did that. Just that one time, it wasn't like I was doing free shoots. But then that got more people.
0: Well, so. I think that's a good way to get it started too. And I, th- I think mm-hmm. that um, I, I forget which real talk or real talk episode it is. I think Chris, um, we might touch touch on a, um, and Tosh's a little bit with the senior models and that sort of thing. But I think that's kind of the same philosophy is. Mm-hmm basically showing what you want to shoot and kind of giving them an idea of what style you presented to, to them as the final product as a photographer. And kind of going off of that, you actually incorporate a little bit more kind of lifestyle editorial work into your senior work. So kind of what inspiration or what inspired you to, to move towards that direction in seniors rather than the, the typical senior portrait look?
1: I think it's just because that's how I see people and that's how I knew that they wanted to be perceived. Um, being a senior myself, I didn't want like images that were just simple and sitting there. Like that's just not how I saw my friends. Um, Cause you know, I just started out photographing my friends and it was all candids. And that's what the more editorial stuff, that's what makes people go like, wow, you know, anything that's a good picture of them, but not just them looking in the camera, smiling, like, so I try and get people to, like, just do stuff, and just chill, and just be who they are, I'm really sensitive to whether or not people look comfortable, mm-hmm. people look, like, tense, or, or posed, yeah, I just create an environment where they're not posing, you know, maybe they're sitting on a rock, just hanging out, I'm like, you're so annoyed, it's a you know, like, guy,
0: it like look, like, right there, on. to
1: pick you up, Like, you're just chilling, like, she's not going to be there for 30 minutes, just relax, like, you have nothing to do, and then I just, like, talk to them and get in their face and go all around them and stuff. So, I think the reason I just, I don't know, that's just how I shoot. Um, I just like Candace, they just, like, feel right to me. Yeah. And we have a lot of really good locations here, so that Mm -hmm. helps.
0: You do, Boise's beautiful.
1: Yeah, there's a lot within a small area, a lot of diversity. So that makes it easier to not have too traditional of photos. Mm-hmm. You're not having to shoot in like parks and urban settings. So,
0: Yeah. And then maybe for like those who listen, are, are listening to this episode, mm-hmm. see they're like really struggling. They, they're like, they don't know exactly what to do necessarily for in terms of how to get that candidate look. Maybe like what's one or two pointers that you would give them to say, this is kind of what I do to draw out that look.
1: Um, Just, have a conversation with the people that you're photographing um and don't think about the pictures think about like creating a moment one thing i do oh, it, well there's a couple of things that i'll do is we'll just talk to them i'll ask them what makes them laugh which is really dumb i'll say ridiculous stuff i'll sometimes i'll ask them to fake laugh some people just Make themselves laugh. Some people are really impossible to make a laugh. It really it depends on the person. One thing that helps is having another person there that they know. If you ask them yeah. to bring their friend and have their friend like do some ridiculous dance behind you or bring up a memory. Um, another thing is to just be talking to them and not have the camera in their face. And if they start laughing, then pull it up and be yeah. Like,
0: I think it. I think it's always kind of like having that camera ready, like never never not having your camera because you never know when that candid moment's gonna happen really
1: yeah kind of like blurring the lines between when you're shooting and when you're not shooting and like when they're in a pose and when they're not um just making it really comfortable for them and talking a lot and making it comfortable for yourself yeah when you don't have anything to say it's like oh panicking um and then also like walking around, I basically, when I shoot, I'm like, we're friends and we're going on a hike and we're going to stop at random spots and take pictures. Like that's kind of how, how I do it. So yeah. I like, kind them walk towards you instead of like pretending to do anything, actually doing it, like playing with their hair or, you know, have them tell you a story that sounds like kind of strange, but <laughs> if you can make it not strange, then um, just talk about anything. Travel is always a good topic.
0: Yeah, and I think that you're, you're great at kind of capturing those moments. I think it's something that you have to practice and kind of mm-hmm. work into, okay, how do I want to accomplish this and kind of mm-hmm. what are the techniques that work for me that yeah. can allow me to draw that emotion? I think what you mentioned with basically saying you're going on a hike and we're just going to stop and take pictures along the way is a great way where it seems like it's a little bit less formal. Then, Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, like I have to go into a studio and then have my photo taken. I've never done this before in my life. Oh, but I've gone on hikes with my friends and I've done probably photo shoots with them because what high school girl hasn't at this point? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, And then another thing that helps is having enough time. I'm not being too tight on time, not being too stressed about light because if you're just, you know, that just allows more of those moments to happen. I spend a decent amount of time with my seniors. Um, at least not being stressed, you know, you shoot doesn't have to be long, but if you're worried about getting all these different shots at once, and you're inside, you're kind of freaking out, it's gonna, you know, translate towards the whole shoot.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a great, <clears throat> uh, something great that you touch on right there, is that how you feel is what's going to translate on camera, like, if you're having an cool. awful time, the photos are gonna look awful, because your senior's gonna be like, cool. Like my photographer isn't into this whatsoever. Why am I even here? Why did I choose them?
1: Yeah. And I make fun of myself a little bit. I'm like, just so you know, I'm going to like talk to myself my whole, this whole time. Like every time I change my lens, like it's just how I am. You just got to kind of like let yourself go a little bit not be too like self-conscious and like figure out what helps you. You know, if you need coffee, then always get coffee before if it gets you excited or whatever. There are definitely shoots where I'm inside I am, like, so anxious and I, like, don't want to be there or, like, the light is going wrong and you just have to, like.
0: You have to make it work.
1: Well, I'll think about it. You have to make it work and you have to pull through. Another thing about getting those, like, you know, those candid shots, I was going to say, is it is really hard. And I maybe, you know, in the beginning I didn't get a lot. And you might just get one per person, but then your portfolio looks like you – are really good at it or you get a lot of them just by getting one per person and adding it up you know like I think the reason some portfolios are so good is just it just takes time and like shooting and you maybe get one amazing shot with each person but don't put too much pressure on yourself um,
0: yeah but. and I think that it comes down to it's like when you're getting started it's all about that the replication where you need to practice and kind of keep repeating what you want to produce in order to finally become, like, an expert or master at it. So, um, kind of going off of that, um, what did you start when you maybe were transitioning into that more lifestyle, or maybe you've always kind of been that more editorial vibe, what were you doing in terms of, like, saying, okay, I need to maybe use this sort of lens, or how did you fall into that style?
1: Um, Well, I've only, I only used a 50 millimeter, and then I added a 35 a year or two ago, so I wasn't even choosing. I just kept it simple. I think a big influence on going that direction was, you know, just some other photographers that I found, so Michelle Moore was a huge Mm -hmm. one as far as, like, backlighting um, and getting that more, like, candid, like, real look. I just fell in love with it, so I just tried to emulate it, Um, and then I liked Amanda Holloway's work Um, a lot at first it's pretty different than what I do, but there were like, there were definitely elements that I took from it. And then Meg Borders, who stopped shooting like a while ago, um, you know, I would just like look at that work that I really liked and just go like, oh, what is that? And then when I would shoot, I would be like, oh, that kind of looks like their work. Like, I like that. What am I, (laughs) like, what am I doing? And now I understand like how it all works together, but, um. Yeah, I
0: think that it comes down to, you said, okay, it's like, ooh, I really liked parts of Michelle's work, or I really liked parts of Amanda's work. What part Mm -hmm. did I like? And kind of dissecting your own images and saying, ooh, I really like this image. What is it about my own image that I just created that makes me feel that way? And then I think that from there, you can kind of say, oh, okay, like I'm going to pull this, pull all of these elements together into my own style. So I think Mm -hmm. that's an amazing tip for other photographers where they're like, they don't know what style is their own. Figure mm-hmm. out what makes you happy about your own images. Like maybe you love the hair blowing across the face, but you love the lighting from this one image. Pulling that together to kind of mm-hmm. synthesize it to be your style or your mm-hmm. your own kind of unique take on photography and senior portraits.
1: Yeah, and just don't overthink it. Just keep shooting because it comes out over time.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like Finding like- Nemo. Just keep uh, just keep shooting instead of just keep swimming.
1: Yeah, you yeah you will not find it immediately. Yeah. It's like Digging for crystals or something.
0: What was, like, one part maybe you were just getting started or it was this past year kind of transitioning to a slightly different business model? What is, like, one struggle that you had that maybe another photographer might have had as well?
1: Um, lots of struggles. <laughs> well, let me think. I mean, there's the good old, like, I'm not good enough, or like they're not gonna buy this struggle.
0: Yeah.
1: Lots of little struggles.
0: But kind of going I mean, off of that, how did you overcome, how did you overcome kind of like that, that struggle specifically where you're, you're like, like, oh my goodness, like so and so's work is so much better. I can never be, I can never be that good. Why am I not like booking as well as they are, that sort of thing? How did you overcome that and kind of get in the mindset you're like, oh wow, well, I actually am good enough. I can do this.
1: Uh, I don't know if you ever completely overcome it. I think it just, it comes, you know, at different stages in different ways. And then you just have to trust yourself and you just have to trust the process. And I think after a while going through that enough times, I was like, okay, every time I feel like this, you know, it's just a distraction and this these thoughts aren't helping me at all. And They're really not doing me any good. So the best thing I can do for myself is just focus on what I know I need to do. Um.
0: Absolutely. And then kind of uh, wrapping up with one of the final questions for you. Um, For photographers that are maybe just getting started in senior portraits or are wanting to incorporate kind of that more editorial lifestyle vibe, um, maybe even like from styling or anything like that, what's one piece of advice that you would give them to say like, this is i like the first step that i took that i really kind of started to see a difference in how i ran my business or or created senior portrait work
1: hmm. well a few things that really were breakthrough moments i guess was like working with people that i didn't know already um getting out of my comfort zone um i think you know, different things are, you know, everyone has different things that are in their comfort mm-hmm. zone. So, you know, whatever's out of it, just go for that. Um, I'm trying to think. I am you also going,
0: mentioned like, I think you mentioned earlier when we were, uh, before we went live is shooting for yourself a little bit too.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. No, with seniors, you know, you have to, you have to find people who just want to shoot just for fun. That's like, I mean, the only way you're going to show someone a location a school, or a certain style is worth having is if you do it beforehand. Yeah. So always, you know, if you want to get into seniors, just get friends who look like seniors or find people who are seniors or are juniors. You know, younger is probably better because then they'll get up, like they'll get older and just practice and just yeah. do it for fun.
0: Because not everyone's like us and can visualize everything. And they're like, cool, you want to shoot in that location by like that trash can? Awesome. I'm sure that'll look real good
1: yeah and location scouting yeah just get someone to go drive around and be like oh that looks cool you know learn to be able to shoot anywhere and not be um you know if it's not in your picture it doesn't matter so like at first I thought the whole location had to be pretty not sure you know find your little spots yeah yeah it's it's
0: almost like looking here instead of there yeah yeah exactly um
1: I don't know. Don't overthink it. Yeah. That was my biggest, that's my biggest problem is just overthinking everything. So I'm just trying to just let it go.
0: Cleanse and then uh, refresh right there, right? <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Where can people find you? Actually, first I'm going to give you a little bit of prep, but um, what I'm going to have you do is ask a question to the viewers that they're going to then comment in the comment section below on YouTube and leave their two cents. It can literally be any question at all—it doesn't even have to be photography-related. Um, so I'll give you a second to think on that. But in the meantime, where can people find you on social media? Maybe your website, or they want to check out your work on uh, Instagram—that sort of thing.
1: Um, so a good place to start um, would be my main Instagram, which is Ellen B Hansen. Um, are you going to include anything so they know how to spell it or like they can? I will
0: link it. Yeah, I'll also oh, link okay. it down okay. in the description box too. Um,
1: and then I have a senior Instagram that's lnh Seniors. Um, my senior site is EllenHansenSeniors.com. Seniors.com. So that's a fun place to look for seniors. And then I have my commercial site is Ellen senior- And I'll link those
0: up too below for, for everyone also. Yeah. So um, if you guys are are joining us on Real Talk for the first time, um, make sure to check out, uh, we'll link a playlist in the uh, description box basically after the end of this episode so you guys can check out all the other Real Talks with um, other amazing individuals like Ellen. And what we'll actually do too is um, include all of the description links down below so you guys can go follow Ellen, check out other Real Talk episodes, and then also some other stuff that Senior Style Guy magazine is putting out as well for you guys. Uh, But we'll end this question with Ellen's question of the episode for for the audience.
1: Is it okay if it's, like, really dumb? It
0: can be literally anything. Yeah. It's your question.
1: If you had to choose and you could only shoot vertically oriented, like, portrait or horizontal landscape, if you had to pick one for the rest of your life, what would it be?
0: I like that one.
1: And honestly, I don't know what my answer is. Because I love photos that are oriented this way. Like, it's just so classic.
0: I think I would and do like, landscape, to be honest.
1: Calm. But I, like, all of my favorite photos are, are port- like, portrait oriented. And I don't know why. I'm like, this is a problem. Like, my whole portfolio is, like...
0: <laughs> See, I'd shoot landscape because then I could cheat and crop portrait style. No,
1: you can't crop, though. Oh,
0: okay. No, I, don't I don't know. Do. That's a tough one, then. So...
1: I don't know if some people, like like more one or the other I
0: want to let's let's add to your question and why why would you shoot that way why? Can you do that? yeah like that's why would you do that?
1: point if you don't want to go through that then just <laughs> put your answer yeah so I'm the kind of person to who would not answer it because I don't want to explain why I'm I
0: think they have to answer if you're watching this I challenge you to answer the question below so we'll see if you want yes. to be a portrait or a landscape shooter if that's like all you could shoot for the rest of your life so well thank you so much for joining us it was super awesome having you on and kind of hearing about kind of how you fell into photography. And um, I love kind of the, the theme you came back to, where it was like, don't overthink stuff. You just kind of have to like do it and put the effort out to, to make it happen. So thank your you God. so much. Thank you so much for joining us. and then
1: Thanks for having me. It's
0: super awesome. And then we'll see you guys on the next episode of Real Talk. So we'll see you later, guys. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to. And it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and, and the community. In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook in the Senior Style Guide group over there where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group, and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit that subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all of the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we wanna make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us and we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode, and we'll see you around.